Welcome to GNAC Insider, the show that lets you on the inside of the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Young and Evan O'Kelly. Greetings, and thank you so much for joining us on our weekly update of what's going on in the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. And there's a lot going on. I'll tell you, we've got a great show lined up for you, so I'm glad you're with us. We're going to be talking basketball, both men's and women's, and we're also going to uh, do another preview of the West of the uh, Oregon, I'm sorry, the GNAC Indoor Track and Field Championships, which are taking place this weekend, and one of the folks is going to be heading out there. I'll talk to him about that a little bit later is our co-host and producer, Evan O'Kelly. Evan, thank you so much for being with us tonight. We're very glad to have you on the show. It's a pleasure as always, Kevin. Well, thanks for for booking this uh, show tonight. I'm really happy. I know we'll be speaking in a minute with uh, Carmen Dolfo. I'll tell you, the GNAC is fortunate to have some really outstanding coaches, but she's got to be right up there with any of them. I mean, what a great asset to the conference. Yeah, she's been around uh, for a while now, seen some great success, uh, really got a storied past, and uh, we are fortunate to still have her with us. Yeah, and and a great career, and really, uh, for somebody with as many career victories as she's got, she's pretty young. She's been having a lot of success over a long period of time, so we look forward to having Carmen Dolfo with us. Uh, We're also going to be having uh, Mike Johnson talk about the uh, GNAC Indoor Track and Field Championships coming up. That'll be fun. And then uh, Mark McLaughlin, a Central Washington men's basketball player, will join us at the end. So it sounds like a really good show. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we got the indoor track, like you said, coming up. And then uh, the GNAC game of the week on Root Sports will have uh, the NCAA Division II leading scorer on uh, towards the end of our show here. Yeah, that's terrific. Evan, I will let you act as producer, and I know you need to get busy uh, in that role, so thank you so much. I'll check in with you at the uh, end of the show tonight. But let me tell you a little bit about what's going on in women's basketball, because it's very exciting. We've got a couple of teams that are still trying to make a run at Montana State Billings. Both Simon Fraser and Western Washington are in second place, still trying to... uh, capture the top spot for Montana State Billings, which has had a terrific year. And both the aforementioned schools are heading up to Alaska, so that's a tough trip. And then if they're successful, then they've got to play one another. So it's a very interesting and exciting conclusion to the basketball season. Our our first guest, as we mentioned, is Carmen Dolfo, Western Washington women's basketball head coach. Now, last year all she did was uh, become the national Division II Coach of the Year and take her team to the Final Four. A tremendous uh, career record uh, with 490 wins in her 23rd season at Western, and we're very happy to have her with us. Coach, thank you for making time to join us. I know you're busy, and I really appreciate your time. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, you know, I think that at the beginning of this season, from what I understood, you lost a lot of players to graduation after a fantastic year last year. And maybe some folks thought, well, maybe the Vikings are going to be a little bit soft. But it hasn't really turned out that way. Well, we certainly started a little rough. We um, lost four of our players, or four of our seniors from last year, who were such great leaders for us and worked incredibly hard. And then... We lost, um, kind of coming into the season, we lost three different players to injury. So we definitely um, had to find ourselves, and we've had to kind of struggle our way through, but our players have had great attitudes, and they've really wanted to work hard. 
have those been season-ending injuries, or have some of the players been able to return? No, all three were season-ending injuries. And so we've actually been playing with nine players all year. So it's been a, a little hard in practice. We've had different people come in. Our assistant coaches have practiced. and um, But, you know, they've kept their heads up and they fought hard, and I feel like all players are really doing a great job in contributing. Well, you've put your team, your team has put themselves into a really great place at this point of the season. You know, to a certain extent, I know you don't entirely control your destiny because you're going to need some help with somebody knocking off Montana State Billings, but you're right, you're right there. Yeah, you know, we've had some great games and we've had some struggling games. And, you know, with the league this year being so tight and so many good teams, we feel like every game is big and things can change from week to week. And I think the three last games that we have are incredibly challenging and I think that goes for everybody in the league so you know who knows how it's going to end up in the end we had the pleasure of uh, talking with one of your top players Sarah Hill a couple of weeks ago on this show and I liked one of the words that she used about you and your coaching style she said she that you emphasize controllables the things players can control and you know in athletics sometimes things like shooting don't really fit into that category yeah, I think that we, you know, our philosophy, and I guess through the years and even before I was coaching here, is, you know, Westerns really believed in defense. And I think we've believed in the things that, um, well, as you say, controllables, the things that we can. And, and we do not want to base our season. And I think, you know, sometimes we have this year on whether we're going to make shots or not. And they certainly need to be on the hard work and effort and how we play together and, you know, how we react to each other on the court. And those things we feel like, that's our emphasis on those are the things that we know, you know, night in and night out we can control because certainly we can't night in and night out on that shot. So as you head up north and go to Alaska for these two games this week, what is the focus for your team? Well, we're trying to just focus on one game at a time. And right now we feel like um, defensively we're still, you know, not as consistent as we'd like to be at this point in the season. And I know that we are going to play two great teams. Fairbanks has improved so much, and Anchorage is always strong. And so we know that we're going to have to play good defense. They have good scores, and they work. Both teams work so hard. And so we're going to, we know that we have to play good defense. We need to control the boards. We need to be together. And hopefully the other things will fall in line for us. Let's talk about Sarah Hill, the leadership, and the caliber of play she brings to your team. You know, Sarah is our heart and our spark, and she's the loudest, and she gets us going. And, you know, she just has improved so much for our team every year. And this year she's just been so consistent. It's funny, we were talking in the office yesterday, and I feel like, you know, sometimes when you finally get it, you know, it's your senior year, and it's it's so disappointing because you feel like, you know, she has so much more to go. And, you know, I just love coaching her, and I love her as a person, and I just know that our team, you know, has relied on her through this whole year. And, you know, a lot of times she could have got down. It's her senior year, and we have been up and down. And she's, you know, kept her head up and worked hard every day and just, you know, really played for her team. How about a junior, Sydney Donaldson? Uh, tell me about her play. Well, Sid had a t she's had a lot of experience with us, and she came in this season and just, you know, was having some struggles and things just weren't really pulling together for her. And then after Christmas, I think she settled down, and she's really becoming the player we believe she can be. And she's got a lot of heart like Sarah, and she works hard, and she, you know, has the ability to play inside and out. And I really feel like that's one 
of the keys of our turnaround as a team is that Sid really started putting things together. And speaking about playing outside, uh, Katie Collard, uh, great three-point shooter for your team. You know, she really is, and I think her first two years in our program, she really was, you know, her her main focus, and, and for us too, was her three-point shooting. But Katie's just really worked at completing her game, and she's very smart on the court, and she's a person that I look to a lot to understand and know what's going on the floor. I think her defense has gotten so much better. She's a great passer, and she's really starting to drive this year. So I've been really happy with how she's just been completing her game. One of the things that I thought was really moving that Sarah Hill talked about when we spoke with her and your coaching is that you really give these young women confidence on the court and off the court, and she feels that's really going to carry through her lifetime, and that's got to make you feel terrific. Well, you know, I feel so blessed to be able to work with such great women who care and they want to change and they want to do the best that they can, you know, do and be the best that they can be. And we certainly don't want it to be all about basketball. And I think there's so many other important facets of the development of women through our program, and and it's something we value. And, you know, again, I just feel really fortunate to have women who really want to develop and grow and, and, you know, give to others as they move on through this program. I think the conference is very fortunate to have coaches like yourself. It's been great uh, visiting with you, and I hope you have a great trip. Thanks so much. I sure appreciate it. Carmen Dolfo, terrific career at Western Washington University, and boy, you sure get why, don't you? I'll tell you, the focus and the intensity and the confidence and the development as people for these young women, it's uh, something that really means a lot, I think, to the school and the community and, of course, the players themselves. Now let's see what's happening around the GNAC. In Billings, the Montana State Billings men's basketball team was named GNAC Team of the Week after defeating second place Western Washington in overtime on Thursday and beating Simon Fraser on Saturday to keep its postseason hopes alive. The Montana State Billings women's basketball team broke into the latest top 25 poll, checking in at number 25 after extending its winning streak to 10 games last week. In Seattle, the Seattle Pacific men's basketball team moved up two spots in the latest top 25 poll to number 13 after defeating Western Washington at home last week and having won 11 games in a row. Online tickets are now available for the 2013-14 GNAC Men's and Women's Basketball Championships and Indoor Track and Field Championships. For more information on how to purchase tickets and to view a complete listing of the Red Lion Players of the Week, visit GNACsports.com. GNACsports.com is your 24-7 resource for all the latest on the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Schedules, results, standings, highlights, statistics, and profiles for all 10 GNAC members. Plus, catch live event coverage on GNAC TV. GNAC Insider will be right back. Why choose Western Washington University? Complete your education in one of Outside Magazine's dream towns. Immerse yourself in Western's 160 academic programs. Ranked by U.S. News and World Report as the number one public master's granting university in the Pacific Northwest. Western Washington University. Active minds, changing lives.
One of the big events of the winter in athletics for the GNAC is the GNAC Indoor Track and Field Championship, and we're just about upon it. Uh, it's coming up this weekend in Nampa, and we're very happy to have with us Mike Johnson, the Western Oregon Track and Field and Cross Country Head Coach. He's been with the school now in his 10th season, and in that time has been 11 times Coach of the Year, counting both Cross Country and indoor track and field. Coach, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us tonight. Well, thank you, Kevin. So, it's an exciting week. I know a lot of uh, track fans in the Northwest want to head to Nampa because it's really kind of an unusual thing for a Division II conference to be able to have an indoor championship this time of year. Am I right about that? Well, it is in the West. There's many schools in the East, particularly in the Midwest, in the, the Northern Midwest, that have uh, facilities on campus. But uh, in the West, none of those exist at the Division II level. And so uh, we have the opportunity to use the, uh, the facility that, uh, that John Jackson put together in, uh, in Nampa, Idaho, and it's a great facility with a wonderful 200-meter uh, banked Mondo surface track, great runways, and uh, you know, good throwing areas. Now, what is that banked track uh uh, is that something that the athletes need to adjust to a little bit? Well, I think it's, yes, uh, they, a little bit. But if you think about it, it's kind of like driving your car fast at Talladega. <laughs> you can take a 200-meter track, you know, an indoor track, and it's a little, you know, it's a little smaller. And uh, you're going to try and go just as fast on the smaller track than that, uh, that Talladega or, or uh, you know, Daytona banking kind of helps you move around. So as long as you're running fast, it works. Now, if you start running a little bit too slow, you're going to feel like you want to fall off the track. So it encourages you to run fast. But sometimes the athletes in the longer races, it feels a little bit more like an ankle breaker. But uh, it's a great facility. And, uh, and in fact, uh, the track, a uh, little history on that track, is that originally it was used for the uh, IAAF World Championships when they were held in the Georgia Dome. And the track, you know, comes apart, comes in pieces, and is reassembled. And it was reassembled and is is done yearly in Nampa. But it, it's a, a track of that caliber, and so we get to run on a very good surface. Now, you hosted, if I'm not mistaken, the GNAC uh, Cross Country Championship uh, this fall. I think you have hosted in the past, or will host, the uh, the Spring Outdoor uh track and field championship, so you know what it is to be a host. There's something to that, isn't there? A lot of work to be done. John Spatz uh, has, has done a good job. Oh, John always does a good job. And, uh, you know, he's conscientious, conscientious and he has, a, he has a nice staff, and, you know, they work at it, and their athletic director, you know, works at it. And, of course, they get a lot of support from the GNAC office as well. And just like we do here, and we've, of course, now hosted a couple of uh, cross-country championships and and multiple uh, outdoor championships here on campus. But there is something something that goes to that. And uh, not all of the programs uh, seem to be either capable because of facilities or uh, eager to step up and engage in that activity. Uh, but we enjoy it, and uh, we like being able to host GNAC activities here on campus. It's a great, I would think it's a great contribution to your community there in Monmouth. So tell me athletically, you know, what, what did we expect here uh, this weekend? Well, you get, you're going to see a real interesting mix of athletes. Um, you, you have schools 
you know, three or four of the schools are the better uh, better distance running schools in the country. Uh, Alaska, uh, Western Washington, Simon Fraser, uh, you know, we have all been in the national championships uh, recently, recently in cross country, as were we a couple years ago. And, uh, and the, you know, there's programs that really get after it, plus some really fine individuals at many of the schools right there at NNU. They have, you know, a couple of uh, fine women athletes in, in the distance races. But, uh, you know, the, the athlete up at uh, Anchorage uh, is uh, leading right now the nation in the, you know, the 5,000, leading the Division Two nation in the 5,000. And so we're going to have some great distance races. Uh, some good sprinters, uh, both at Western Washington uh, and NNU, have a couple of leading sprinters in the country who are doing a great job. And then we have field event people uh, throughout and uh, who've, you know, really mastered some things and are, are very high level. And then both the distance medley relays and the 4x4 relays will be very competitive in this meet. It sounds exciting. One of the things that I think makes an event like this fun is that you have both the team competition and the individual competition. Well, you have that. And, of course, at the end of the meet, we select, uh, you know, athletes of the meet. Uh, we have freshman athletes and uh, newcomer athletes of the meet. Uh, but in addition, you know, you have uh, you have the team awards. And the, the team award is always special when you're able to take the plaque or the trophy and uh, and jog around the track, you know, in celebration when that's done. And uh, the the way we the way the GNAC goes about handing out the awards is uh, always very satisfying. It sounds like an event a lot of people are going to want to uh, to attend. And I know that Evan's going to tell us at the end of the show our listeners uh, ways they can buy tickets because it sounds like it'll be a great event. Coach, thank you so much for being with us. Kevin, thank you, and uh, look forward to uh, a great meet this weekend and and more good GNAC competition. That sounds great. Mike, Jones, Mike Johnson, the uh, Western Oregon University Wolves cross-country and uh, track and field coach with us on GNAC Insider. Now let's take a look see what's happening around the GNAC. In Nampa, the 2013-14 GNAC Indoor Track and Field Championships begin on Friday with athletes from all nine GNAC track and field schools set to compete. Tickets for the two-day event are available online and can also be purchased at the door. For more information, including a full meet schedule, visit GNACsports.com. In men's basketball, the Root Sports Game of the Week features visiting Central Washington against Western Washington on Saturday at 7 p.m. Pacific Time in Bellingham. Root Sports broadcasters Brad Adam and Dave Harshman will have the call live from Sam Carver Gym. In women's basketball, Simon Fraser and Western Washington travel to Alaska to take on Alaska Anchorage and Alaska Fairbanks. Simon Fraser and Western Washington are currently tied for second in the GNAC standings and are each still in the running to challenge first place Montana State Billings for the regular season title. In softball, five GNAC teams are set for action as Central Washington puts its season opening five-game winning streak on the line with six games in three days in California. In baseball, Western Oregon and Montana State Billings are each slated to play four-game sets this weekend 
as Western Oregon takes on Lewis Clark State in Idaho and Montana State Billings faces Dixie State in Utah. And be sure to follow GNAC Sports on Twitter and Facebook for updates on news, standings, highlights, and more from around the conference. Seattle Pacific University is a premier Christian university where each year 4,000 students catch a vision for making a difference in the world. All across the globe, SPU graduates are making an impact in medicine, technology, athletics, business, education, music, theater, and more. SPU is dedicated to outstanding scholarship and thoughtful faith. It's a powerful combination that brings about change in the lives of graduates and in the people and communities they serve. Seattle Pacific University, engaging the culture, changing the world. Get the degree you need for the life you want at Central Washington University. Small classes and nationally recognized faculty passionate about teaching give students a chance to do what they're learning. Central's approach takes students beyond the limits of textbooks in the classroom. Visit CWU in sunny Central Washington and online at CWU.edu. Learn. Do. Live. At Central Washington University. This is one of those years in the GNAC in men's basketball where there are a number of terrific guards, a number of great scorers in the conference. And our next guest is a guy who's not only leading the GNAC in scoring, he's actually the current NCAA Division II scoring average leader with 26.8 points per game. And his team, Central Washington, is going to play their arch rival, Western Washington, Saturday night, 7 p.m., on Root Sports, and we'll talk about that. And I know he's not going to look past uh, this, uh, the opponent before that. But I want to welcome our guest, Mark McLaughlin, to the show. Uh, Mark, thank you hey. so much for being with us. Oh, no problem, no problem. Pleasure to be on the air with you. Hey, thank you. So you're having a terrific year. You know, uh, earlier in the season, we had the uh, privilege of having your coach, Greg Sparling on the show, and he told us what a great season you were having, but he said at the early part of the year, you might have been pressing a little bit on the three-point shot, but he said, uh, that part's over, and you started shooting that a lot better. You're shooting well now, it sounds like. Yeah, I've been I've been shooting a little better uh, this, this last stretch of the season, and I'm just trying to keep improving on it and keep getting better so we can make a nice run these next four games coming up. So tell me about what your thoughts are uh, about the next four games coming up. Well, every game is a big game, starting with Simon Fraser on Thursday. Uh, I think we're like fifth or sixth place right now, so we gotta we got to put some stuff together and really go out with a bang these last four games and really give everything we have so we can have some momentum going into the uh, GNAC tournament. Simon Fraser's had a, a, a little bit of a deceiving season, I think. You might look at their record and think that they haven't been, you know, that they haven't had such a great season, but they've had a lot of tough losses, a lot of close games. Uh, they've had some... Uh, yeah, they had kind of a slow start, but uh, I'll tell you what, I know you you don't want to look past Simon Fraser. Oh, no, definitely not. Uh, Coach Barr is always talking to us about how it's really hard to play up there, and then I think uh, I think Fairbanks lost up there or something like that, and they're a very talented team. And so, yeah, Simon Fraser is definitely not a team to look past because they have a lot of talent, and they're, they're very well coached. So it's going to be a tough one for us. We just have to come out and execute execute our offense and defense. You're right about Fairbanks. I mean, you look at the conference in, in men, I'm sure the same is true in women, but this is a really tough conference. Seattle Pacific's pulled ahead a little bit, but uh, Western's tough, Fairbanks is tough, Anchorage is tough. You guys are right there. It's it's really a, a very competitive conference this year. Yeah, every night you have a tough game. There's no, there's definitely no gimmies in this conference from the top to the bottom. It's 
I mean, every every team is very well coached and has a player that can go out and get 20-plus every night. And the big men in this conference are very, very, very well, very good. So it's 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 a battle every single game you play. There's no gimmies for sure. Tell me what it's like coaching or playing for Coach Sparling. You know, he's had 300 wins, I think, there at, at Central, been sort of an institution for uh, for Ellen, there in Ellensburg. Uh, wh- how do you what do you how do you like playing for him? I, I love Coach Spar. Coach Spar is he's always been there for me. He's been a good mentor for me, and he's always been there to give me advice on and off the court. So I'm very grateful for that. And uh, he took a chance on me last year when a lot of people didn't want to. And so I'm I'm very thankful for that, and he's helped my game a lot with just helping me be an inside and out player, and not getting too focused on just being outside, and helping me work on my post game a lot. So he's been a great influence on me these past two years, and helped me a lot. He gives you credit. A lot of people might not really appreciate this because you score so many points, but he says you've really developed into an excellent passer. Yeah, I've been. I mean, I worked on that a lot this summer, trying to get my teammates involved and find them in spots that they're comfortable in. So they can be successful. So I'm, I've been I've been working working on being a better passer and getting my teammates involved as well as just being and, and not just being a straight up scorer. Let's talk about a couple of those guys. Uh, JB Pollard. What makes him such a special player? JB, he's just man, he's just a load down there. Yes, he he's so nifty and he has so many different different moves down on the block that it's hard to guard him. And he can face you up and also hit the medium range jump shot and sometimes even hit a three. And he has this the killer spin that. Even teams know it's going to come, and they still can't stop it. So he's he's very talented down low. How about Kevin Davis? Kevin Davis, he has. I think he's the most talented player in all of the GNAC. Just when he brings it and he comes to play, he's special to watch. I mean, he's a freak athletically. He does some things in practice and games that I just it's like it's an NBA player or something sometimes. And he, I mean, he has a nice touch all the way up to the three point line. He's working on his post game, and he. Block, I mean, I th- think he's getting ready to bla- break our uh, blocks record at Central Washington. So, I mean, he's just phenomenal. He, uh, he's a joy to play with, and he protects the rim, so it makes my job a lot easier. And yeah, I, I love playing with those two, and they they make it a lot easier for me. You know, as I mentioned when I was uh, introducing you, Mark, this this conference it's got some tough guards. I mean, there are a lot of good players. Tell me about some of the guys that you really don't like to defend that well. I mean, there's some good guards in this conference. Yeah, I mean, Richard Woodworth, man, I think he's probably one of the, up there and one of the best guards in the conference. He's he's hard to guard. He can he can bounce it very well. He can shoot it. He's very athletic when he gets to the rim. Uh, so he's definitely a really tough matchup for us. David Downs is always a tough matchup because he can do a lot. He's very, very good on the pick and roll, and he can shoot it and get to the basket. He has a nice floater. Um Bossman from uh, Anchorage, he's he's tough because he just never stops moving. He always is moving without the ball, and if he gets an inch of space, he's going to let it fly and knock it down. So those are three guards that are always real tough matchups for me and my team. And we'll get to see one of those matchups on Saturday night. That'll be kind of fun to play on TV, won't it? Oh, man, I'm looking forward to it. It's, it's, always, a, it's always a highlight of our season when we get to play on TV, especially against Western. And last year, I mean, we lost a heartbreaker out there, so it'll be fun to go back up there and have that whole experience again and be on TV and the whole atmosphere. It's just a, it's just a great game. Yeah, those fans are pretty intense up there in, in Bellingham. Hey, before we go, I want to congratulate the four-point GPA uh, last semester. Tell me, what are you thinking about doing after college? Um, thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. And uh, I, I don't know. I'm just playing it by ear right now. I mean, I love to go play 
overseas or get a shot at the NBA, wherever, wherever I get an opportunity, I'll just be thankful and blessed. So I'm just going to keep working, working hard this season and see what opportunities come. So I'd love to play overseas or play in the NBA wherever I can, wherever I can go, wherever God blesses me. So I'm just going to keep working and see what happens. Well, I know you got some work to do this season uh, there uh, in Ellensburg. So, Mark, thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate it. Wish you the best of luck this week. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me on the show. It was fun. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. What a fine young man. Mark McLaughlin from Central Washington, uh, the top scorer in Division II uh, basketball, uh, men's basketball. So a privilege of us to have him on the show. Evan O'Kelly, welcome back. Thank you for lining up. You know, you do all the producing behind the scenes, and I know there's a lot more that goes to that than people realize, but uh, you're not going to be a producer this week. You're going to go and, and do some of your sports information stuff at the Indoor Track and Field Championships in Nampa. Yeah, that's right. We'll be there live. We're uh, flying out Thursday morning, going to go get set up and uh, getting ready for uh, an exciting indoor meet. Before we get to that, and I want to talk about that a little bit more, uh, really interesting conclusions of the season here now for both men's and women's basketball. Let's talk about the men's race and uh, the way this thing is wrapping up. What are your thoughts? Well, my thoughts are... um, all focus will be on that uh, Root Sports Game of the Week on Saturday. Um, Western Washington and Central have both lost two games in a row, so they're getting a little antsy. I think they're kind of feeling the heat, uh, both hungry for a win, and that should be just a huge platform uh, for both of those teams. You know, Western uh, is now in second place in the standings, and Central uh, currently tied for fifth. So uh, Central especially will, will really be battling to make sure they lock up one of those postseason berths. On the women's side, of course, we had the the privilege of uh, talking with Western Washington's coach, but uh, Simon Fraser's right in there uh, with them, uh, uh, and and Montana State Billings, of course, has been setting the pace. Yeah, uh, MSU Billings has really been kind of, I wouldn't call it pulling away. Um, They're in first place, but the reason I wouldn't call it pulling away is because it seems every week that they go out and win two games, uh, Western Washington and Simon Fraser win two games right uh, along with them. That's happened the last two weeks, and it's uh, really made for an exciting uh, finish to the women's side with um, Simon Fraser and Western currently tied for second place, just a game and a half back of Billings. Um, And then after this Alaska trip, that Simon Fraser and Western Washington have this weekend, they'll play each other on the final day of the season, which could very well determine not only second place, but possibly even the regular season title, uh, depending on what else happens. And if you're Alaska Anchorage, you've got the two teams coming into town that you need to beat. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they're uh, in pretty good position now to lock up a postseason spot, but, you know, those are two really tough teams to play, so they're really going to have to uh, step up their game there in Alaska and kind of play well to earn a postseason berth. A lot of listeners might be interested thinking, hey, maybe I could head to Nampa, maybe I could see the indoor track and field championships, maybe I could watch the the, – championship tournament for the conference men's and women's basketball tell me if that's possible and if it is how it can be done well actually online tickets are now available for both of those championships Uh, obviously the indoor track coming up this week those tickets are available on gnacsports.com you can find all the information you need there 
Um, those became available earlier this week. And then also uh, the GNAC basketball tournaments coming up uh, March 5th through 8th. Those will be in Lacey, Washington on the campus of uh, St. Martin's University. And uh, online tickets uh, for that tournament is available uh, are available as well on GNACsports.com, both for the men's and women's. Nice location, pretty central, you know, where a lot of the the uh, schools on this side of the Cascades uh, can get over there uh, pretty easily uh, uh, from Washington and Oregon. So that should be a fun thing for lots of fans to go see. Yeah, uh, St. Martin's has hosted the uh, GNAC basketball tournament. This will be their third straight year doing it. So they have done a great job in the past, and we're looking forward to heading up there for a third year with a, an experienced crew and a, and a site that's familiar for a lot of the GNAC uh, players and fans. Lots of great sports coming up, but for me, Friday night or Saturday night rather on television, the big game on Root Sports, right? That's right. Brad Adam and Dave Harshman will be calling that one live. The Root Sports broadcasters who've done uh, such a great job for us all season and uh, been a bit of a break since our last Root game, but uh, we're excited to get back into it this weekend. And that's 7 p.m. Pacific time, right? That's correct. 7 p.m. Pacific in Bellingham. Okay, and everybody can go to the GNAC website if they want to make sure and just double-check what channel Root Sports comes up on their network uh, on DISH or your cable system or whatever it may be, DirecTV. I don't want to leave anybody out. Okay, Evan, thanks so much. Appreciate you putting the show together. Have a good week. Have a good trip. All right, we'll talk to you later, Kevin. Okay, thanks, Evan. Thank you for joining us tonight. Good night. Thank you for joining us on GNAC Insider, the weekly update on the student-athletes, coaches, and events of the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Catch us live every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Pacific at blogtalkradio.com slash GNAC Insider or listen at your convenience throughout the week at GNACsports.com or subscribe to the podcast over iTunes. GNAC Insider is a production of Soundbrook, creating revenue streams with digital audio.